Welcome back to Agent Investor, inspiring stories of active agents investing in real estate and building passive income. In a business where potential deals are all around you, why not leverage your skills to invest for yourself, your family, and your future? And now, let's jump into the latest episode of Agent Investor. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Agent Investor Podcast. I've got a, a really great guest today, uh, Rod Khalif. He has done, man, a lot. I mean, a lot to, to the point where, um, you know, he's, he's probably one of the, the top guests in terms of like what he's accomplished on the passive income portfolio side in his career. Um, he trains, you have some of the biggest events in the country. How many people come to your events now? Uh, we're scheduled to have 800 in Denver at the end of July. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah I had 800 in Orlando uh, in December. Yeah, yeah. So, so guys, if you're listening, this guy is the the real deal. He's he's big time. And we were kind of just really quickly chatting before he jumped on. And we were talking about, you know, he was asking me who my audience was. And I told him, hey, it's agents that, you know, want to get into investing. Some of them have started, a lot of them have it. And um, he had mentioned, you know, talking a little bit about mindset and his story. And I thought it was a great idea because mindset's where this thing all starts. So, Rod, just, I mean, some of you, some of the listeners will know you, but for those that don't, can you give kind of the background? Right, no, I'll give a quick, I'll give a quick background so that I don't, um, so it's not painful for those that may have heard it before, but yeah, you know, I'm an, I'm an immigrant. So I, I immigrated this country when I was six years old. I was born in the Netherlands, you know, wooden shoes and windmills and immigrated with my brother, Albert and my mother's Vancha, uh, in, uh, when I was six and we ended up in Denver, Colorado, and we really struggled initially. In fact, you know, I remember eating expired food. We shopped at an expired food store. We couldn't believe they had that back then. They don't anymore, obviously, but uh, drank powdered milk with our cereal in the morning because it was cheaper than real milk. And trust me, it sounds better than it is. And, you know, and I wore clothes from the Goodwill and the Salvation Army all the way through junior high school till I finally got disgusted and lied about my age when I was 14 because I was tall. And, uh, and uh, got a job at Burger King so that, you know, I could buy my own clothes and ultimately buy a car when I turned 15. And I'm sure you've got listeners that had it harder than I did when they were getting started, or maybe even have it harder now with the, the fact that, you know, interest rates have doubled in the last freaking 90 days. It's insane what's happening out there interest rate wise. But, you know, I knew I wanted more, Tom. And Luckily, my mom had an incredible work ethic. So she babysat kids so that, uh, you know, we'd have enough money to eat. And with her babysitting money, she was a bit of an entrepreneur. She actually invested in the stock market successfully with babysitting money and 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 purchased real estate. And she the first asset she bought was the house right across the street from us when I was 14 for about $30,000. And then when I was 17, she told me it had gone up $20,000 in her sleep. And I'm like, what? <laughs> You made 20 grand and you didn't do anything? Screw college, mom. I'm getting into real estate. So I actually got my real estate broker's license right when I turned 18. You could wow. do it back. You could do it back then with education. They got smart now. You need some experience. But I was a broker. I could have my own office. And my first year in real estate, I made about eight grand. My second year, maybe 10 grand. But my third year, I made over $100,000. It was back in 1980 was pretty decent money. And, and so what happened between year two and year three that caused me to 10X my income? Well, what happened was I met a guy that taught me about the importance of mindset and psychology. And he started the conversation in my head. Since then, I've spent 20 years following Tony Robbins around the planet, who's the best in the world at it. But 
you know, how really 80 to 90% of your success in anything is just that mindset and psychology. And, you know, fast forward to today, I've owned 2000 houses that I've rented long-term in three states. I've owned that. I now own thousands of apartment units. In 2006, my net worth went up $17 million while I slept. And you might say, wow. And I said, wow. And I got a head so freaking big, I could barely fit it through a door. I thought I was a real estate god. And you know, when that happens, God of the universe will give you a smack. Well, that was 2008 and nine. I lost $50 million conservatively in 2008 and nine. And so, you know, what I'm known for talking about on my podcast and, you know, in, in my live events is I, I have a heavy emphasis on mindset and psychology. And, and especially, you know, the timing for this conversation is probably really good, Tom, because, you know, the, the real estate industry is going to slow down in a big way um, because of these interest rate increases. Mm -hmm. You know, of course, there's a geographic component, but things are going to get tight and it's going to get a little scary. I just spoke to an, an agent literally an hour ago um, and one of my students and I had to take her off the edge and let her know it's going to be okay. So if you'd like to talk about some of the strategies for, you know, maintaining that positivity and, and staying focused during this period, I'm, I'd love to drill down on that a little with you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, the, the one thing we know, forget about where the market said it is, we know for sure that getting into investing is scary in and of itself. So it doesn't matter what market you're in. If you're in a down market, there's a reason not to buy. If you're in an up market, there's a reason not to buy. But then you kind of like sprinkle in, people are probably going to make a little bit less money. All overall, make mm -hmm. a little bit less money. Mm -hmm. Prices might come down. Interest rates are already- Prices are up. definitely coming down because the interest rates have doubled. I mean, it's just inevitable it's going to happen. So Yeah, yeah absolutely. And so- you know, from a mindset perspective, you know, if you're somebody that's a, you know, a listener and you haven't even, you know, done your first deal, you've done your, your first couple of deals and you're just, you know, clenching up thinking about doing more, you know, what would you say to that? Well, listen, here's the thing. There's several things. Okay. And first of all, let me say this over overarching theme. And that is with crisis comes opportunity. And I, you know, I will tell you that some of the, some of the people out there, big names are saying, this is going to be a big one. Okay. That's going to be bigger than people think. Robert uh, Kiyosaki has said, it's going to be bigger than the 0809 crash. Elon Musk says it's going to be big. Warren Buffett has says it's going to be big. So, you know, but does that mean you need to get scared? No, get freaking excited. Cause if you're an agent or a broker, you are in the perfect position to capitalize on what's coming. So that's just as let's just leave that to the side for right now. But let's talk about mindset for a minute. So, you know, one of the first things you need to do, in fact, if you if you come to my boot camp, I've got one coming up in July and the end of July and the end of this month in Denver, 29th, 30th, 31st, the first hour is goal setting on steroids. Because how the hell do you get anything if you don't know what it is? You've got to know what it is you want with clarity and you've got to know why you want it. And here's why that's important right now. Because, you know, it's going to, you know, there's going to be a lot of fear and and it's going to be real easy to get sucked into that fear. You know, don't get me started on the media and the crap they put out there and the fake news and the political environment, all that, you know, it's just crap. And, and if you, whatever you focus on gets larger, both positive and negative. So, as, you know, if you're, if you're watching or listening to this Tom show here, you're a leader. There's no question you're a leader. You wouldn't be here. And right now, more than ever, the world needs leaders. But as a leader, you have got to manage your focus. So that's a critical piece. Bring in the good stuff. Um, you know, uh, I'll talk more about focus in a minute. But but 
um, you've got to know what it is you want and why you want it. Okay. Because that way you're focused on that instead of the fear, instead of, you know, the, you know, slow down sales, instead of things like that, you're focused on what you want. So you take action towards that. So um, if you can't make my boot camp, uh, I'll tell you how you can come real cheap later, but, but if you can't make it, I did a goal setting workshop. I do it every year. I did it on new year's day this year. Um, and if you go to rodslinks.com, it's at the bottom of that rodslinks.com. And, and, you know, here's the sad thing, Tom, People spend more time planning a freaking birthday party than they do designing their lives. This is designing your life, okay? It's it's professionally done with music. There's a guide you can download. I'm not going to try to sell you anything. It's just a gift, okay? And and so if you and your spouse do it together, okay? And then look and compare notes. See how see how you you're aligned you are. Have your kids do it. It's super powerful. So again, rodslinks.com. So goals is the first thing. You've got to know what you want. You've got to create what Napoleon Hill in his book Think and Grow Rich calls a burning desire. You got to want it, okay? And and you've got to be able to push through fear, especially with what's coming. You got to be able to push through any limiting beliefs that you may have. You've got to get uncomfortable. You know, a lot of us are comfortable and the comfort zone is a nice warm place and nothing freaking grows there, right? Yep. So you've got, that's why you need the goals. So it starts with that. Okay. So do the, you know, do my goal setting workshop if you can, if not just do it on your own, but don't do it in your head. If you're in your head, you're dead. You got to write this stuff down. Um, but if you do mine, I promise you'll be glad you did. It's very powerful. Um, then you've got to make a decision. You've got to decide that you're going to capitalize on what's coming rather than running and hiding. Okay. And the Latin root for the word decision means to cut off. Okay. That means, you know, it's, it's not a one foot in one foot out. It's not a dip in the toe in the water. It is freaking done. If you're attacking the Island in battle, you're burning your ships because you're going to take their damn ships home. That's a decision. It is freaking done. And then you're like a train on a track. And then the next thing is you got to take that first step. Okay. And sometimes that first step, can be the hardest step of your life, but you've got to make you've got to make that decision and move forward with, you know, with a plan as to how you're going to take advantage of what's coming and invest in and really build legacy wealth for yourself. Some economists are saying this could be the greatest transfer of wealth we've seen in our lifetimes. Again, not a thing to fear. Get excited. And if you're if you're if you're focused and you got your goals in your mind's eye and you make a decision to move forward, then you've got to take that first step and take action. You know, and and you know, Dr. Martin Luther King said, you take that first step in faith, and the next step will be revealed. Lao Tzu said the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step, but you got to take that step. And I will tell you, if you're analytical and you get caught in analysis paralysis and you need to check off every single box, don't let that happen because. Remember this analogy. It's a great analogy. If that's if this if this applies to you, you can drive all the way across the United States at night with your car headlights only seeing 50 feet in front of you. And you know you can make it. Now you may have obstacles, but you know other people have done it before you. It's the same way with this investing business, guys. So so just recognize that push through, also recognize that action mitigates fear and analysis paralysis is just fear. So you got to take action to mitigate that fear. So you take that first step. So, the next thing, yeah, go ahead. Go, go ahead. Okay. I was going to say the next thing is, is focus. I want to circle back to focus for a minute. Again, there's going to be so much negativity out there. The news are going to just love this. They'll say real estate's going to be crappy for 10 years like they did in 08 and 09, which is BS, okay? We have much better fundamentals than we did back then. But there's going to be pain because the Fed has got to, the Fed says they're going to raise the rates another five times. So, you know, the rate, I mean, let me just say this. I've been around a long time. I remember when we were doing backflips 
when the rates went down to 7%, okay? I, I mean, this, this, this is how long I've been around. And so, you know, I, I think it's very likely we'll see 8% by the end of the year, maybe even a nine. So just keep that in mind. And, and so pricing is gonna have to adjust to, and, and that's what's going to happen. It's going to happen in residential and commercial real estate. And again, not something to fear, but just be aware of. Um, um, but but focus is critical. And so, you know, again, bring in the good stuff. I have a podcast. I'm blessed to say we just broke 13 million downloads. It's the largest commercial real estate podcast in the world. And and uh, and I think one of the reasons it's done so well is I do these clips every week called Own Your Power. They're motivational. So, you know, and you give me five minutes a week, there's hundreds of them there and I'll juice you. So, so if you're feeling down, go to my podcast, click on one of those own your powers and I will pump you up again. OK, and so but even if you don't listen to me, go on YouTube, bring in motivational videos. You know, I love to watch soldiers coming home. I cry like a little girl, but I, I love that stuff. And so bring in the good stuff right now. Don't get caught up in the negativity, because, again, whatever you focus on gets larger. For example, you know, I get people to call me and ask me, how do I get out of student loan debt? I'm like, wrong question. How do you make so much money that the debt's irrelevant? Okay. Mm. Or, you know, they asked Mother Teresa if she was anti-war. She said, no, I'm pro-peace. You get it? So, yeah. so focus is super important. Um, let me think. Oh, yeah. I'll give you another example of this. So I get excited about my 13 million downloads. Well, I listen to two podcasts, Tim, Tim Ferriss, and Joe Rogan, I'm both sides of the aisle. Tim's blue, Joe's more red. And 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 on Tim Ferriss's show, he interviews the best. And he he gets you know I get excited about my 13 million downloads. He gets that a week, I think. But yeah. but he interviews the best of the best. So he interviews you know the best athletes, Michael Phelps, the best actors, Arnold and Jamie Foxx and Ed Norton and Hugh Jackman, uh, billionaires like Ray Dalio, CEOs of the biggest companies in the world. He had Mark Zuckerberg on recently, and he deconstructs their success. And I started to hear a pattern, Tom. Most of them meditate. What does meditation enhance? Focus, okay? Fo the wealthiest people on the planet are the ones that are most focused. So keep that in mind. Focus is power, my friends. Okay, um, the last thing I'll mention, then you can fire away with some questions, is, is your peer group, okay? Here, who you hang out with is who you become. And right now, moving through into what's coming, you need to be around people that are motivated, that want more, that have a similar mindset that you have, okay? And, you know, I remember... When I was uh, losing everything in 2008 and 9, I was in Tony Robbins Platinum Partnership. And that was at that time, it was about 130 grand a year. I think it's two or three times that now. But I was around people that were killing it while I was losing my ass. Okay. I mean, they're, and, and they're like 50 million, schmillion, you puss, get up, go make something happen. That's who you want to be around is people yeah. that are going to push you and inspire you and validate you and, 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 and all that. Not, you know, a lot of people will default to people they went to school with for their peer group or people they work with. And those people might have their own limiting beliefs, their own fears. They might be afraid of losing you. They might be afraid of feeling less than if you succeed. And sometimes it's family. So I'll tell you, love your family or love those people, but choose your peers proactively, very carefully, super important. You know, and, and, and one last point on limiting beliefs. You know, when I immigrated to this country. I was six years old and I didn't speak English. I got thrown into school and I found out what bullies were for the first time. And I got my butt kicked occasionally. And then my mom, 
proud Dutch woman that she is, thought it'd be a great idea to send me to school in wooden shoes and those leather shorts the Germans wear for Oktoberfest. So I got another ass kicking. And then, you know, some of the bullies would chase me home that lived at the end of the street. She chased them off with a fly swatter, butt kicked again. And I came up with this belief system that I wasn't good enough. And I used to ask myself, how can I show them I'm good enough? A lot of people, as you know, Tom, have these limiting beliefs. Like, I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not old enough. I'm not young enough. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough time, whatever. But recognize this. There's a good reason that the acronyms for belief systems is BS, because 99.9% of them are. But you, if you have one of these that you're consciously aware of, drag it out into the daylight. Look at it with your adult rational mind. And you'll recognize that it's BS and you'll be able to deal with it. I, I used to be terrified that I get selected in class to answer a question. Now I speak in front of thousands of people a year. Like I said, I've got 800 people, seven or 800 minimum coming to Denver. So yeah, I can stop there. I could keep going. <laughs> hey everyone, this is Tom Caffarella. I want to quickly interrupt the podcast to number one, thank all of my loyal listeners of the Asian Investor Podcast and tell you guys really quickly about an exciting event we have coming up. Uh, It's a two-day event. It's called the Passive Income Real Estate Investor Event um, that you can find out more details at PassiveIncomeEvent.com. We're going to be doing a two-day training session teaching all of the agents and all of the investors at the event on how to achieve financial freedom through real estate. If you're like me and your goal is to not work 80, 100 hours a week grinding, selling real estate, flipping homes, um, definitely check out this event. We're going to teach you how to build a passive income portfolio so that you can retire, so that you can work when you want, how you want, and ultimately achieve financial freedom. So again, go to PassiveIncomeEvent.com for more details. And we look forward to seeing you at the upcoming event. You, you gave me a lot to chew on. I'm over here taking notes. Um, oh, thanks, bud. So, so a few things. Um, yeah. Obviously, really great points. But thanks. Uh, one thing that people always worry about when they're talking about limiting beliefs and, and what can happen, they're afraid of losing. And it's, it's kind of an ironic thing because a lot of people who are afraid to invest, they're afraid of losing. A lot of times their net worth isn't that big to begin with. So sure. they're afraid to lose something that they don't really have a lot of to begin with. Now, you lost $50 million. Mm-hmm. So tell me a little bit about that and not necessarily how it happened. No, let me tell you how it happened because a lot okay. of people, I'm sure there are people that would want to know. So in 2008, and nine, I had in eight, I had 800 houses and I had several apartment complexes and it was the houses that pulled me down. Now these are in Florida, along the Gulf coast of Florida. And um, so Florida has no state income tax. So property taxes are higher, which impact cash flow. Additionally, I had properties in wind and flood zones on occasion and that had higher insurance, which kills cash flow. Uh, this is all about cash flow, by the way. Yeah. Um, and, you know, um, if I, and if maintenance, if I had a maintenance, these were C class houses, okay? There's A, B, C, and D class houses. D's the hood. Stay out of the freaking hood. Trust, ask me how I know. I sell yeah. t shirts at my boot camp that are hashtag ask me how I know, because I'll say, don't do that. Ask me how I know. And somebody yeah. bought a t shirt. But anyway, so, so, um, these were C-class houses, tougher demographic, older, lots of maintenance, okay? Lots of maintenance in that asset class. And so if I send a maintenance guy to one of my apartment complexes, everything's the same. HVAC parts are the same, plumbing parts are the same, electrical parts are the same, door locks, window locks. So you could stockpile parts and they're in and out in an hour. 
Well, if I had to send someone to one of my houses and it's an hour, hour and a half away, one way, they'd have to go see what's wrong. Then they have to go find a Home Depot or a Lowe's where we have an account. And I don't know about you, Tom, but when Rod tries to fix something in his house, he goes to Home Depot more than once. And so what took an hour at one of my apartment complexes took all day at one of these 800 houses. So I really did not cash flow well. And by the way, I was under leveraged. I was only at 30% loan to value. People are like, oh, you were over leveraged. No, I was not. But it just didn't cash flow well for that reason. But then the thing that killed me was I didn't pay attention to tenant demographics back then. So I didn't, you know, if they had a good job and they had decent credit and and the, the deposit, I let them move in. Well, I discovered later that, you know, I had a lot of people in retail that 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 fell off a cliff in 2008, and nine. But what really killed me is a lot of contractors, plumbers, electricians, drywallers, painters, roofers right. that were living in my houses and they just didn't have work. And so that was kind of the and here's what's interesting is my portfolio actually went upside down. It dropped more than 70 percent in value in that crash in 2008, and nine. So that's what happened. That's why it happened. I got a lot of lessons. I call them seminars. You know, it, it was a $50 million seminar because it was a learning experience. Uh, you know, a lot of people don't know I've built 27 businesses. I counted them about a year ago. I was shocked it was that many. And several were tens of millions of dollars. Most spectacular flaming seminars. Okay. We fail our way to success. In fact, let's talk about failure for a minute. You want to fear failure, fear, regret much worse. Okay. There was a nurse in Australia named Bronnie Ware. She was a hospice nurse. Okay. So she was taking care of patients when they were about to die. And she asked him a question, Tom. And the question was, do you have any regrets? And she wrote a book about it. It's called The Five Regrets of Dying. You know what the number one regret was? Not living the life I could have lived, living someone else's life, not doing what I know I'm capable of. I can't think of anything worse than that. So if you fear of failure, I'm going to tell you, fear being in the same freaking place you are right now, a year from now, unless you love where you are right now. Okay? So that's what you should fear. We fail our way to success. Um, and, you know, in fact, I'll tell you a funny antidote and then I'll shut up. Uh, I, I met Sarah Blakely, the billionaire owner of Spanx, you know, the women's undergarments hold everything together lady. And yeah. uh, she started with $5,000 and she was just in Forbes. I just saw this month. She's worth over a billion. And she told me at a mastermind where I met her that her dad used to ask her and her brother once a week, what have you failed at this week? Huh. Isn't that a freaking awesome yeah. question to ask your kids so they don't fear failure? I love that. Anyway. Well, I, I think that the thing here is we're talking about mindset. We're talking about maybe some listeners who are sitting on the sideline or maybe may even want to sit on the sideline more as the economy changes. Big mistake, but yes. Okay. And, and so the, the thing is, like you're talking about, don't feel failure. Right. And I think it's because people haven't actually really experienced a lot of failure and they're mm-hmm. afraid of what it might feel like. So when you were down at your like lowest, you were down that $50 million dollars. How did you get back out of that? And exactly how I just described it, exactly how I just described it, focused on what I wanted, not what I didn't want. I could have made that loss my identity. Okay. That's another piece. Don't ever make your vehicle your identity. Okay. The the business may fail, but that's not you. That's the business failing. Okay. Don't fear failure. My God, it's a learning experience. Okay. But here's the thing. Real estate is the most secure asset class that there is. Multifamily is the most secure asset class in real estate. You know, within three years of the big crash in 08 and 09, rents had exceeded 2006 levels, okay? COVID was a freaking blip. Shopping centers, retail didn't get help. Office buildings didn't get help. Industrial didn't get help. Multifamily sure got help, okay? Trillions of dollars that renters, I got probably several hundred thousand in rental assistance for my my renters and my C-class assets. So, you know, 
Uh, it's a fantastic asset class. And listen, the, everything's going on sale. There's going to be exponential opportunity to capitalize on what's coming because it's not going to stay down. There's mm. a huge need for rentals, okay? Rents are going to continue to go up. Inflation, you know, the Fed thinks they're going to drop inflation with the interest rates, and they're not. Uh, it, it, that's not going to be the solution. And what makes it even a little scarier is, is the fact that, uh, you know, they're likely going to have to, you know, what caused this problem was printing money, okay, yeah. they, out of thin air, trillions. And if you ever want to be shocked at what a trillion dollars look like, Google it and see, say, compare a million to a trillion and look at a graph. It, it'll blow your mind. It's like a person standing next to a, a skyscraper. But, but, um, but they, in September, we have to pay interest on our $30 trillion in debt, and they're likely going to have to print more money. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's a scary situation we're in right now as it relates to our national economy. And so, again, scary in, in that vein, but exciting in the opportunity that's going to happen in real estate because people need a place to live. It's a cash flowing asset. There's no greater hedge against inflation than real estate. Um, you know, rents will continue to go up like everything else goes up. So, yeah. you know, um, again, and, and if you're an agent or a broker, my God, and you're not you're not looking to invest, what are you thinking? You are in the perfect position to capitalize on what's coming, okay? You'll have first notice of deals. You've got a network of, of people you work with, brokers that'll see these deals. And, you know, again, uh, if as some of these deals get soft and people have to sell and and pricing goes down and and if you focus on cash flow that's the key focus on cash flow I've got a free book uh, well I, you pay the shipping if you want it um, it's also at that rodslinks.com rods plural links plural.com is my number one bestseller it's called how to create lifetime cash flow in multifamily properties but the subtitle is the new rules of real estate investing i.e the new rules is Focus on freaking cash flow. I don't care what that sold for five years ago and you can buy it for now. What's the cash flow look like? And if you focus on the cash flow, it's going to be virtually impossible to crash and burn. Okay. It just is. If the revenue's coming in and you and you and you calculate that and, and you're not aggressive, you're conservative, you're going to be fantastic. So so another thing that you hit on that I think is so important related to mindset is the circle that you're around. Yeah. And and I sure. think that that is one of the biggest reasons people don't succeed because they're too scared to get outside of their circle. Um, we're natural, you know, yeah. uh, we're, we're friends with who we grew up with. We're friends with who we're around. So I had to leave a lot of people in my circle or expand my circle. You, you got to leave some people behind. You can love them, but you got to leave them behind. Yeah. So what would you say to somebody that's, that's struggling with that? Come to my freaking boot camp. Can I mention yeah. it real quick? Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, okay, I don't want to be a sales pitch, but no, it's I've okay. Got a, I've got a three day boot camp coming up July 29th, 30th, and 31st, and you can come for $197. The price is almost double that now, but it's your friend of Tom's. I'll give you a code. In fact, let me tell you how to get there. You text the word, my name, Rod, text Rod to 72345, and remember the code Rod Friend. And if you forget, just DM me on any social channel. I'll hook you up. But the price is going to be 700 here shortly. But but you can come from 197. It's not a sales pitch. I talk about my coaching for 30 minutes. If you want it, great. If you don't, that's great too. You, it's three days of drinking through a fire hose about this business. Okay. In fact, the second day is 12 hours. Okay. And it's mostly me. I have a speaker come in to teach syndication, a, an attorney, and I have a, and a loan broker come in to teach finance on multifamily. But it is soup to nuts. Building a team, picking a market, evaluating a market, finding deals, evaluating doing those, those deals, financing them, raising all the money you need for your deals. And I'm going to spend time on how to pre-frame investors so that they're not fearful 
to invest with you. Okay, I'm gonna spend a lot of time on that because there's a lot of fear. But but you know, again, you know, there these deals take money. Multifamily takes money, and I wanted to mention this earlier when you were talking about fear of failure. These deals take money, but it doesn't have to be your own money. Okay, mm-hmm. most multifamily operators will pull in investors for every aspect of the thing. Uh, you know, even the earnest money. They call it at risk capital. They have somebody put that up for a slice of the deal, and then they raise the equity you know, which is the, you know, the cash out of pocket um, in a, to, to buy the deal and and they pay a, re- a return and we teach all that and, and you know, how to even how to manage the properties. And, and of course, because it's me, I spend a lot of time on mindset because there's a reason my students own upwards of 60 to 70,000 units that we know of right now. And I've been, only been teaching, but less than five years, super proud of that because people, they take action with what they learn. So, you come to my event, you will laugh, you will cry. I promise you both, and you will you will leave supercharged. But if you can make it, Denver's United's hub, nonstop from anywhere, pretty much, uh, and very reasonable. And I've got the hotels around this venue are very reasonable as well. Uh, you know, a little over hundred bucks a night. So it's going to be a time thing, really, more than anything. But if you can come, I promise you'll be glad you did. In fact, if you come and you don't love the event afterwards, I'll give you your money back. And I don't mean like it. I mean, freaking love it. I'll give you your money back. Okay. It's never happened, but there's a first time for everything. So uh, again, text ROD to 72345, or you can go to RODINDENVER.com. And just remember the code RODFRIEND to get that price. And it comes with some awesome bonuses too. I won't belabor that, but they're incredible. They're worth 10 times what the price of the ticket is. So um, yeah, so I appreciate you letting me plug that. I'm really yeah. proud of it. I don't make much money on that. I I, I just freaking love it. And uh, and you will too if you can make it. And and if you're an agent, my God, again, you are in the our broker. You're in the perfect position to capitalize on what's coming if you're up to speed in time. Now I and you know I'm sure a lot of you do residential. Multifamily is different. Commercial multifamily, you got to know how to analyze the deal, how to underwrite it. You know, look, you know, that's the kind of stuff we go through. And you've got to build relationships because what you'll find in the multifamily space my commercial multifamilies, it's a team sport. And so you're going to want to align with the team. There'll be seven or 800 people in Denver motivated. Talk about a peer group. That's a peer group you want to be in. Okay. People that aren't afraid of this, that want to capitalize on what's coming. So if you can't make it, go do that in your own and backyard, meet people around there that want to do it if you can't make it. But, but, uh, um, you know, don't let this opportunity pass. Cause if you're trying to learn in the thick of it, it's going to be too late. Okay. Yeah. It, it, you need to learn right now. Like, like there's never a better time than right now. Yeah. And, and getting around other people, I think is the biggest thing. And the, yeah. the, the crazy thing is, so I run events much smaller than yours, mm-hmm. but it, it's a crazy thing, right? So I'll run like a Facebook ad to promote, you know, what I'm doing. And I think yeah. that earning passive income, becoming financially free I, to me, that's like one of the, most important things there is in life, right? Right. And only a fraction of the people that I show my ad to will even click to register. Then, and you know this because obviously you run huge events, Mm -hmm. only a fraction of the people who sign up even show up, right? So so in terms of like, you know, your circle, it's going to be unlikely that you're just going to kind of like, like you're talking about friends at work or people that you grew up with, it's going to be very unlikely. You have to be proactive about finding people that want more out of life. You have to be proactive because most be lazy. Yeah. Because most don't, you're absolutely right. And, and, and even it's, and again, sometimes it's family and you got to be so careful who you allow to influence you. You show me your two best friends. I'll show you who you are. You're like them in every aspect, your health, your happiness, your finances, everything that that's you, who you hang out with, who you become. So you got to choose wisely. And so 
you know, start your own meetup if you have to. If you can't come to mind, start your own multifamily meetup or real estate meetup and just get get people to or, or go to others, but get around people that want more out of life because it truly is probably one of the biggest secrets to success in 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 any business, but definitely in real estate and definitely in multifamily real estate. Well, it absolutely is. And you said something about, you know, doing deals with no money and you get around a bunch of people that are successful, that are doing it. And you're going to say, can you really do a deal with no money? And they're going to say, not only can you, I do that. Now you go outside. Thousands of, of units, thousands yeah. and thousands of units, tens of thousands of units have been purchased with my students and myself included with none of my own money out of pocket. And again, uh, it's not a guru, get rich, no money down bullshit thing. This is this is real where you, because there's a lot of money looking for a home. My God, the stock market's down 33%. People got cream, trillions of dollars lost. Don't even get me started on Bitcoin. I think it's like over 60% loss. Yeah. I've, I remember seeing people on TikTok crying that lost $2 million in Bitcoin. So, so you know, real estate is much more secure and safe and, uh, um, yeah. So anyway, well, I think that's the thing that people don't realize when they think about raising capital. They think in their head they're panhandling and begging people to help them when it when doing it, them a favor, doing, doing them a freaking favor. favor. I mean, my favor. God. Yeah, you give them eight to 10, 15 percent returns. Um, I mean, I've got a deal right now in Nashville that that we just put under contract. Should be about eight, nine, ten percent cash on cash return, fifteen percent in uh, IRR total return for the asset. Beautiful asset in Nashville, hundred and forty-five doors, and and uh, you know, phenomenal deal, phenomenal deal. And 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 you know, you can't get that anywhere else. You can't. And secured by real estate, forget it. It's a fantastic vehicle. So we talked a ton about mindsetting. I I agree with you that it's, it is the most important thing because if you don't have the right mindset, you cannot succeed. But we're in a shift now, and there is going to be some strategies that change a little bit. So what are you what are you seeing or what are you thinking? No, good question. Are good question. Be, I guess the opportunities right yeah. in this change. Well, here, there, there's going to be big price reductions. Okay, there's going to be deals that 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 are going to you know. Um, that are going to have to have their prices lowered to sell. And even if you got to buy them at a higher interest rate, you can refinance down the road because I don't anticipate the rates to stay high. They don't. I mean, I re- again, I remember when they were 18 when I first got started and I was still able to buy property and, and have it make sense, okay? At 18% interest, okay? Credit card debt. Um, oh, and so I remember doing that. Can I, just pra- stop, can I stop yeah. you for one second? Yeah. Only because you said something that's so powerful that yeah. I think will get missed otherwise. People are afraid about rates going up. But right. what you just said is rates going up is going to drop the asset down mm-hmm. and then you can refi later. So you it, are actually better off with the asset value very low with a high interest rate, knowing you can refi later. Listen, it's it's the uh, oh, buy low, sell high has always been the way to go. OK, and, and yep. the, the buy low is coming. OK, so. Just keep that in mind. And, and, you know, remember Warren Buffett's quote, you know, be fearful when others are greedy. There's been a lot of greed the last couple of years. I've seen stupid deals done, stupid, where we've almost gotten a deal. And, and I'm like, it traded for $2 million more than we were going to pay. Are you yeah. freaking kidding me? And, and these deals are going to go south. I know they are. So, again, be fearful when others are greedy. But the fear is now coming. And the other part of that quote is be greedy when others are fearful. Okay. And so fear is coming. And so now's the time to rub your hands together. Okay, baby, we're off. We're going to make, we're going to take advantage of this. And and so again, doesn't matter what the rates do because you can refinance those rates down when the rates go back down, but it's all about cash flow. 
Okay, just remember that. Get my book, okay? It's six bucks or seven bucks to have it shipped to you. And there's a ton of other free resources on rodslinks.com, rodsplural, linksplural.com. Go there, get that stuff. Do my goal setting guide. Get your head right. Um, if you can come to Denver, by God, definitely do that. I promise you'll be glad you came. But regardless, you know, you have an opportunity to capitalize on what's coming. If you get ready, you get educated, you get connected. And, and my God, you could set yourself up, you and your family for life, your kids, their kids, their kids for life. And I'm not kidding. I'm not saying that lightly. That absolutely. In fact, if I hadn't been hiding under a rock in 2009 and 10, because I, you know, I just lost everything. I'd be on the back of my yacht right now, Tom. Okay. Because I could have capitalized on it. There were so many incredible opportunities and I was just like, screw real estate. I was done for a while. Cause you know, but I, I, I want to make a point here, right? Yeah. You lost everything and, and you're down in the depths in 2009, 2010. Where are you at today? Well, you're, I'm not going to brag, but yeah, I have I, thousands, thousands and thousands and thousands of apartments. Okay. And but I, I, but I think this yeah. is the thing that, that people don't understand, right? They're afraid to fail. And in some right. ways, you know, you quote unquote failed, even though I, I failed. No, I lost everything, brother. I, I had an yeah. $8 million house on the beach. I mean, spectacular home. In fact, let me talk about that for a second because <laughs> there's a message in that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've done all the stupid crap. I've had the, the Lamborghini, the Maseratis, the Rolls Royces, the Bentleys, the Range Rovers, all that stupid shit that I thought was important. Um, but I, I, you know, when I first moved to Denver, I always knew I wanted to live on the beach. And of course, there's no beach in Denver. And I would visualize the beach and the palm trees and the surf and all that stuff. And 20 years later, I built this $8 million mansion on the beach. a spectacular. I owned the beach on one side. I had my boats on the backside. It was called a Gulf to Bay. It was like this slice through an island, which was unthinkable when I was 18. And so if you do my goal setting workshop, take the lid off your brain. I don't care if you want a private island, a yacht, a jet, write it down. That starts the process. And again, it took me 20 years to do it. But there's a real message in this. I mean, just to describe this place, just let me brag for one moment. So there was a waterfall from the second floor balcony into the pool. You had to walk through the waterfall to get in the pool. Spectacular pools and magazines, big spiral staircase up through the middle of the house, elevator, wine cellar. You know, I had all the toys, um, you know, the, the boats, the jet skis that I had the, the Maserati and the two, two Mercedes and just all that stupid stuff. On the second floor of the house, I had an aquarium built around the staircase cost me almost 200 grand. So this gives you an idea of the house. Two months after I moved in, I'm floating in the pool at night. I'm looking up at this testament to my ego. It's really what it was. It was to yeah. prove the world I was good enough. Okay. This is, so I worked for this for 20 years. I'm two months in. My family's inside sleeping. The pool's changing colors. It's got fiber optic lighting. <laughs> and, and I'm looking up at this thing and I got depressed. And I don't mean just a little bit. I mean, I was really bummed. And I'm like, what the hell? I've just achieved success like times 10,000. How could I possibly be depressed? And I just want to share this message, at least leave you with this. There were several things going on. Number one is it's never about the goals. It's about who you become on your path to your goals. Happiness comes from progress and growth, you know, yeah. but you need the goals. Okay. You got to have them because that's how you create that burning desire. You got to have them, but it's not about that. Um, and also I didn't know what I was going to do next. You know, like the good book says, without a vision that people perish. I didn't have a vision for my future. So that was another big piece. If you're going to achieve a big goal, make sure you've got other goals lined up behind it. But the big thing was I was totally focused on me. You know, rod, 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 show the world I matter, show the world I'm good enough. And, you know, that's the year I went and saw Tony Robbins for the first time. I got one of his books and I got several books and one of them was his. And I'm like, man, I like this. So I went and saw him speak. And by the way, if you ever have an opportunity to do that, just do it. You'll be glad you did. Um, he's unbelievable. He's, 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 he's incredible. And, you know, I saw that he fed families for the holidays. 
And I'm like, what a concept. Do something for someone else. I'm embarrassed to say I had to be 40 to get that memo. Yeah. And I went back and I called my brother in Denver, uh, who I was visiting him and other family in Denver for Thanksgiving. I said, hey, let's feed five families. So he called his church. He got five families who really needed help. Third family changed my life. I mean, we bought toys for their kids and frozen turkeys and food. And this woman comes out of this crappy one bedroom with five kids where she lived. She saw the food and the stuff on the on the porch and she started crying. Her kids came out Two of the older ones started crying. I started crying. And I'm blessed to say in the last 22 years, we've fed in excess of 130,000 children here in Sarasota and Bradenton, Florida. We've done tens of thousands of backpacks filled with school supplies to local kids. We've done tens of thousands of teddy bears to local police departments for officers to keep in their vehicles. And I, this is not bragging. There's a huge message in this. In our lives, you know, especially as entrepreneurs, we've been taught to achieve to be happy. Like we shouldn't be happy until we've achieved, right? Mm -hmm. If you give back, you're happily achieving. Okay. And I know it's a play on words, but it's an important one. Tony Robbins calls it the science of achievement versus the art of fulfillment. I'd achieved, but I was unfulfilled. Achievement is a science. If you want to learn multifamily, for God's sakes, come to Denver. Okay. Or start listening to my podcast called Lifetime Cash Flow Through Real Estate Investing. Start learning that business. But fulfillment is an art. You got to figure out what juices you. For me, it's kids. Maybe for you, it's the elderly or animals or the environment, whatever it is, give back right now. Okay. Don't wait. Don't say, oh yeah, you had a lot of money so you could give back. So I'll wait till I have money to do it. No, I don't care if you haven't got a pot to piss in, do it right now. Give up your time because the money will come faster. Now you don't do it for that reason. You do it so that you're fulfilled. And, and you know how God works, the universe works, whatever you give, you give back a hundred percent. So let me leave you with that because that is probably one of the other biggest secrets to success, giving beyond yourself. Um, and I'm, I know it's been a huge gift in my life. In fact, you can see behind the green screen here, you can see some of the hundreds of thank you cards. It's completely covered my walls back here, covered with thank you, hundreds of thank you cards from people's lives I've impacted. It's my greatest gift in life. And which is getting, hopefully you can feel my passion, you know, and 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 I have that passion because I freaking love what I do and and I give back. And so- incorporate that. I just wanted to mention that before we go. No, I, I, I love it. And, and, you know, it's, it's interesting because like, again, there's just so many like constructs, you know, growing up that aren't necessarily true. And, and, and one of them is that people who are successful are greedy and they never help anybody else. And what people don't understand is that in order to help other people, you have to help yourself first. You have to have something to be able to give. And what I found for so many people, just like yourself, is like, once you get to that point where you're like, wow, like I've got everything, well, the next step is you, you start helping other people. Well, most most people. Now, a lot of people, I don't say a lot, but there are people that don't evolve. I've had people, you know, I've interviewed some I of the agree. largest operators on the planet on my podcast. And and I can tell if they were like I was before I had that epiphany. And I feel sad for them, even if they've got to, and I met a guy with 20,000 doors and I could tell he hadn't evolved yet. I felt yeah. sad for him because, you know, but, but, but you're right. And, and, and I seem to attract that crowd. I will tell you in my coaching students, I've got about a thousand coaching students are called my warriors and my God, they're building schools. They're, they're, they're doing all sorts of charitable stuff. One of them, uh, several of them just did a 175 mile hike and raised 180,000 for veterans. And I mean, just one thing after another, because they've, they've realized, and, and they even, maybe even before they came to work with me, that that is one of the biggest secrets to life and success and happiness. And so I know you've, you've plugged it a few times, but I, I want to just, you know, in, in closing, just say this. 
Um, you got to get a, you have to get around other people that are doing this on the same mission as you. People yeah. that you know when when you're feeling like giving an excuse, they're like, no, they're not going right. to accept it. Right. Um, but you also have to learn. So th- this is not the type of business where hey, you read one book. You can't or, fake it. You can't like, I'll get people DM me and say, Hey, how yeah. do I do this? I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> yeah. And that's right? why like, you know, for, for some people, they might be like, wow, three days is a, a big commitment. And I guarantee if I ask you, if that's enough, you're going to tell me that's the beginning. Right. It really is. But I will tell you, you know, I'm not one of these people that teases things. I mean, yep. it is drinking through a freaking fire hose. Bring your A game because I'll be bringing mine. OK. And and it's me on stage for what is that? I don't know, 36 hours or whatever it is. And so, you know, just recognize that 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 it, it is, though, you know, you got to learn to evaluate deals. But I teach you how to start all that and get it going and build those relationships. Because, my God, when I tell you opportunities come in, I don't say that lightly. Again, I missed out on 08 and 09 because I was hiding under a rock for a while. But not this time. I got crushed by that wave. I'm surfing this wave, okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, so if you can make it, again, text ROD to 72345 or go to rodendenver.com. If you can't, it's cool. But, but you know, maybe maybe uh, check out my podcast. But um, at the very least, do my goal setting workshop at rodslinks.com. And but if you can make it, remember the code RODFRIEND is one word to get that price. And again, if you have any trouble, just DM me. But I promise you'll be glad you came. You'll be so freaking juiced. You won't know what to do with yourself. And right now, that's super important, okay, is to have that incitement and passion for what's coming rather than fear. I, I love it. You you have so much energy. It's crazy. It's coming through. I know we're on a Zoom call, but I can I can feel it coming through. So Thanks. I appreciate you, you know, taking the time to come on, sharing all your wisdom. And I Thanks, love the brother. take action stuff because it's definitely step one. Thanks, buddy. All right, guys. We'll be back again next week with another episode of the Agent Investor Podcast. Thank you everybody for tuning in. We'll see you again next week. Thanks for listening to Agent Investor, and especially thank you for sharing the show with other agents and reviewing the show on iTunes. Every time you share the show, you are potentially changing someone's life. To get weekly video trainings and connect with other agent investors, join our free private Facebook group. Just go to joincameroncoaching.com and we'll add you to the group. We'd love to see you there. And stay tuned for the next episode of Agent Investor.